0: Welcome to this podcast from Harvest Community Church of Huntersville, North Carolina, where our vision is to make disciples who make disciples for God's glory. I'm your host, Liz Stefanini.
1: Thank you, Liz. Today's podcast is about the upcoming 24-hour prayer vigil at Harvest, which is going to happen on Friday and Saturday, February 9th and February 10th. It starts at 2 o'clock uh, on, on Friday and goes all the way to 2 o'clock on Saturday. Now, what is the 24-hour prayer vigil? Well, for several years at Harvest, we've been doing this. We've been gathering people together for an extended time of prayer. We ask people to come in for about 90 minutes and while they're there, it's really, really neat. You walk into our worship center and it does not look anything like it normally does because we've taken all the chairs out and we've set up prayer stations throughout the room. And they, they help guide us in prayer. Uh, many of us struggle with praying the same things over and over again. Well, the, there's a lot of real, really great guidance. And uh, each table, each prayer station Focuses on different aspects of prayer, so it's it's just a really inviting, engaging time, and we want to talk about that today on the podcast. I'm happy to be joined by Amy Granada, who is a great member here at Harvest. Her and her family, and she's been she's a ministry assistant with children, and she's worked a lot with uh, with children. She's going to speak to the family side of it in a minute, but first, uh, we're also joined. By Carol Garrett. Carol has been really involved in prayer at harvest. She heads a ministry called Pastors Prayer Partners where there's a real focus on people praying for the pastors. She's also been very instrumental in creating and helping execute these prayer vigils for several years. Carol, we're so glad that you're here today. Can you share a little bit about the prayer vigil with our listeners?
2: First, i 'd have to start with the environment that 's been created there. It is an intimate setting uh, between the low lighting and the music that 's played softly as so as not to interrupt us in our prayers but it 's a wonderful background and it sets a mood there and it 's just and we 're also talking about the sanctuary that 's been completely transformed into this prayer center with all the different prayer stations nobody 's watching you evaluating you you 're free to go pray and it's very. It's an intimate setting.
1: So, when you say prayer station, so what? What is a prayer station like?
2: Different prayer stations are created, <clears throat> such as praying for pastors, elders, and staff at one. Uh, perhaps your personal prayer requests are at another one, and uh, the unsaved, uh, church ministries, local ministries, um, and then we have the missionaries that we support around the world. So there's a different prayer station with a different emphasis. And there's so many prayers. Um, there's no specific order one has to go in. Um, but uh, many times people are drawn to a particular prayer station or two that they feel strongly about. But it's very helpful. You can post your own prayers uh, for about yourself or unsaved people that you know and so forth, so that other people will come across that and be able to pray for your own prayer requests as well so it's it 's that expansion as well, so it 's got a little of everything um and I personally can 't stay there for less than three hours jerry
1: <laughs> that that 's great it's it, it it we ask people to sign up for a ninety minute block right, and most people will will do that and for some people, that sounds like a long time, like 90 minutes, but it goes very, very fast. That's In fact, that might be the comment I get the most. It's like, oh, it went by so fast because they, they have a little over an hour, an hour and ten to, to do what you're saying, to go to the various stations. And for some, like young moms, it's like, oh, it's quiet. <laughs> it's quiet. Uh, and yet, and then we pray together at the end. So Carol, I'd like you to think about, if you, if you were to say what the prayer vigil has meant to you personally, how, how would you answer that question?
2: Uh, I feel that I'm just a voice that gets to pray for people's concerns in every which way. It's a deposit in the kingdom, and the Lord wants us praying, praying together, in fact, as well. And there is that moment momentary time when we all get together to pray in the group in front of the church as well. It doesn't take long to do that. But uh, we get to pray for a few of the church's concerns there as well and with each other. And if I can segue into something else, I have, you know, had the honor of being, I think I would say just requested to pray or approached by others to pray about some matters for them. And that's really had uh, quite an impression on me. Uh, One being a gentleman who was hearing from God in the 24-hour prayer station and he was sitting in the back row for quite a while thinking about what God was talking to him about and he finally came up and asked for prayer because he knew that he had to make a life-changing move and move to Florida and do, a, do ministry there and just start a whole new life because God instructed him. And I just think that's beautiful because our prayer environment, our 24-hour prayer, brought that home.
1: It, so many things have happened. We've seen people uh, For instance, uh, get right with each other. People who might be in the same prayer time who maybe there was a little bit of a a little friction between them that uh, God spoke to them during that time and they would go up and apologize and, and get drawn closer. So just so many awesome things can happen. Now, there is this year, there is one. Uh, thing that's different for one of the times. There's a Saturday morning session that we're calling family friendly. So that 90 minutes will not be as quiet as the other times. <laughs> we go from two on Friday to two on Saturday. And so there's a bunch of times that people can go, but the, um, uh, the one Saturday morning session that is at 11 o'clock from 11 to 1230, uh, we're going to invite families to bring their young children and, and to walk their children around to these different prayer stations. So that one will be a little bit more noisy, but if you're listening and you are in that category, bring your children. The rest of the time, uh, it's pretty quiet in there, and, and, and we appreciate that. And the 90-minute thing, um, you know, a person can stay 90 minutes, but like, like you've done, if they want to stay a little bit extra, they can do that as well. Carol, before we go, uh, do you have any words of encouragement for people who might be a little bit unsure like whether they should come or uh, what they should do? Any words of encouragement you want to leave people with?
2: I believe that this is an environment that coaxes you to pray where if you're not praying so much in in the first place, this is going to coax you to pray in this environment, in this place. You will not be disturbed by anyone whatsoever. No one is even looking at you. Everyone in there is obviously busy doing uh, their part part with praying for the Lord. So you really have this time between just you and the Lord, yourself and the Lord. Um, You will not be disturbed in any way, but it's uh, hopefully... Uh, this person, these other people would find it just as marvelous an environment as I describe. very intimate.
1: Thank you, Carol. Uh, I want to turn to Amy and now just ask you, Amy, what uh, what has been your experience? What types of things have been helpful during the 24-hour prayer vigil?
0: One thing I really love about the 24-hour prayer vigils is how interactive they are. Um, being a visual learner, I really appreciate the different ways the prayer stations um, are crafted. Some of them you can tie a string, or write something down, or um, or or fill something out, or check a box, or draw a picture. There's different ways to participate in the prayer that are more hands-on, um, and that's something that really speaks to me and and my family. So that's helped our family. When we bring our small children to the prayer vigil, it's not just a time where they have to sit still, but it's a time where we can pray together and they can be touching things and it's okay and participating, and that's helping foster a spirit of prayer in them that maybe is different from what they're used to.
1: Yeah, let's face it. Uh, if you think, oh, I'm, I'm going to pray for 90 minutes, most of us are going to have a hard time if we think of prayer in a completely traditional way of I'm just got my eyes closed for 90 minutes. I love the interactive, too. I remember one prayer vigil in the past, like there was a confession station and there was this little almost like a sandbox. And you could write your your sin that you wanted to confess, you know, with your fingers in the sand. But then there was a little rake and you could rake it all away and it totally went away. And that was a great picture of God's forgiveness. And I remember like uh, uh, praying for people that need Christ, like having their names up on a, uh, a wall or something, or even like our missionaries, like a globe, you put a flag on the country where you pray for. So it it is a lot of interaction. And if you've never been to a prayer vigil, we hope that this will be the year that you come. If you're listening to this podcast in advance, um, you can sign up for it on our website. You can go to our website, uh, harvestcharlotte.com, and you can pick a slot. And we, you can come even if you don't sign up. But we like to have people sign up so we can uh, have an idea of how to plan for those particular segments and to get ready for it. And it also helps us make commitments and keep commitments. So we'd love to have you sign up and do that. Maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're not a part of our church and Maybe it's even after the prayer vigil has happened here in February of 2024. And you're, you're intrigued by what does it look like? So maybe if we can help you in any way with your church or Christian group to help you create something like it, just reach out to us through our website and we'll be happy to share what God has taught us so that you can pray. Our heart and passion is that people everywhere pray. Uh, We know God loves prayer and invites us to prayer. So uh, may his name be praised at this 24-hour prayer vigil and all across the globe.
0: Thanks again for joining us from Harvest Community Church. This podcast is also available on our website, harvestcharlotte.com. Please go there if you want to send a question or comment, learn more about our church, or find out how you can donate to support the podcast.